Welcome back in, everybody. James Adams here, along with Skeeter Robinson. This is the Fantastics My Fantasy Fix DFS Golf Podcast. But with the way of the world right now, we're getting you ready for the NFL Draft a little bit as we uh, find some other sports to talk about. Skeeter, we recorded an episode where we got through uh, a little bit of talk about the new golf schedule and what's coming out. And then we got through the first half of the first round of the NFL Draft. And we left off with the Atlanta Falcons going defense after uh, acquiring Hayden Hurst and pretty much having a first-round starting lineup on offense. They go defense. And now we pick things up with pick 17. Yeah, well, before before you get to pick 17, of course, you know, there's two, two traditional things we have to do on this podcast. And I'm just going to make a very bold prediction right now that says Charlie Hoffman will be the winner of the John Deere Classic this year. I believe we would celebrate that. Uh, I would drink some Johnny Vegas's to that, my friend. <laughs> I would have an extra Coca-Cola. Excellent. I'm down for that. Maybe I even um, drive to the Quad Cities for some Whitey's ice cream. Hopefully Charlie doesn't need to play that tournament to keep his card, but uh, I hope we're not getting hey, to that point yet. Wait a minute. It's the John Deere Classic. It's green. He can pull out his waste management green outfits for that one. It would fit perfectly in the Quad Cities. He could, he could put on his sweet green glove and steal yeah. one of those green and yellow tee markers and walk away with it, and no one would notice. They'd just think it was his glove. Well, who's going to stop him? I mean, it's Charlie Hoffman. That way, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> not that I would ever take a tee marker from a place. I mean, uh, who knows? He might be <laughs> I don't know if you remember the picture might... I sent you of my driveway from last year during PGA Championship Week. I don't remember that. There might have been a few team markers lined in my driveway, Skeeter. Oh, oh, okay. In our PGA Championship week from team markers I may have gotten from a course that has hosted the PGA Championship before. Would that be Kiwa Island? Oh, statute of limitations says I'm not sure, Skeeter. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Probably. I don't think Bell, I don't think Bell Reeve let me take anything when I was there a couple of years ago. So, uh, yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't about to try to take anything from old Bell Reeve. That's a nice yeah. course. We rented a house, uh, you know, on the on the area, Skeeter. So, and maybe went for a bike ride after a few cocktails, and you know, <laughs> one thing led to another. Maybe maybe we should get to pick seventeen now uh, before the police show well, up. Well, I mean, I mean, if we're talking about some mischievous things, I mean, what better team to talk mischievous things about than the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, I could go all the way back to my childhood, Nate Newton getting uh, pulled over with um, pounds upon pounds of reefer, as it is. Uh, 420, Skeeter. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, make that Nate, Nate, Nate Newton mention today. Um, also a player who I looked up to quite a lot as a, as a great football player. But the Cowboys, maybe you're referencing a little social distancing or lack thereof here recently. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think offensively, fancy-wise. I mean, you got Cooper, you have Gallup. Um, obviously, they, you don't need running back with Zeke. Uh, Blake Jarwin's been an okay tight end, so... And nobody's going to tight. This, this, nobody's taking tight end in the first round this, this year. No, and their offensive line is still pretty good, so this feels defense to me. It's good. Uh, I do think that they could benefit with a defensive pick. Their offensive line is good, but was it Frederick that retired due to the uh, the, the disease he had? Mm. Um, so they did lose a piece of that great offensive line. It's not as good as it was. It's still very good but I don't believe it's as good as it was. So an offensive lineman could be their pick. And if a dude like Becton, who is on John Lobb's mock draft here as we uh, pick up here 
um, the second half of this this mock draft coverage uh, or draft coverage we're getting ready for. Looking at John Lobb's mock draft, we are using his from Football Diehards, uh, as he's a good friend of ours, or Fantastics. But he'll have Beckton going next. Beckton is uh, is a guy. I mean, look, you like people in a draft, and it doesn't always pan out. But he's one of them dudes that has the body type and the power to just be a freak. Uh, I mean, a pancake you flat. You know, he's, he's not going to get run over like some of these left tackles that come into the league. But maybe they don't need it because they have Smith, who's a stud, too, in Dallas. But defense would make sense if they're not – if they don't pick an O-lineman, then then it's definitely a defensive pick. I think that's clear. I forgot about the Frederick retirement. So, yeah, no, offensive line would be fine there. But, yeah, defense just feels a little more steady for them. So – Skeeter, it's okay. Offensive linemen like myself, we're, we're used to being forgotten. Here's when you remember an offensive lineman. When you when you go, who's that number they called holding on? Because it doesn't matter. Because if the running back goes through a wide open hole, running back made a great cut. Oh, a great cut through that five-foot wide hole. Uh, nobody remembers the old lineman unless they mess up or occasionally get a golden jacket or retire from something like Frederick did. But it's okay, Skeeter. Offensive linemen, we're forgotten. It's no big deal. You're Just the most important position in the, in the, in the game. Well, I mean, I think quarterback would argue, but I am on. Oh, really? How many quarterbacks do you know that can have a dirty backside and and throw for yards? Um, Lamar. No, because he just doesn't get dirty, but he doesn't throw, then he runs. Michael Vick. Um, (laughs) All of those guys. I I am a very I'm a very big proponent after quarterback. Offensive linemen and cornerbacks are my are my positions. I think that are. You know, if you find real talented ones there, you you better take them because they are hard to find, and the good ones are worth their weight in gold. So, when when I was in high school, we had a, a split workout. This was like a preseason training session, and it was like skill positions and and fat boys. And you know, they were they the skill positions were talking smack to us. Uh, I stacked up all the pads and jumped over them all and said, "What up?" We're getting back and forth, and I said, "Listen here, little fellers." I guarantee you that none of you can stop us from taking five yards apiece from you. Could you get five yards apiece from us? We'd beat you in a game of football, and we well, I don't care who's quarterback. And they all looked at me and said, all right, bro, settle down. But, yeah, we need you. That's, just, that's my story, Skeeter. I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> but that is a true story. And I looked at them and said, y'all, y'all, can't, y'all can't go with us. You need us more than we need you, dude. Fun-loving James Adams, tough guy. Ooh. <laughs> Well, I was just, I was, you know, I was letting them know. There's no, there's no way they were going to win without us. We could, we could beat some teams without that. Are you like a laid back guy, but on a football field, you just had that nasty streak? I didn't talk. Um, I didn't talk. I was actually a little nasty. Can I tell you what, uh, we, before we get back to this real quick, my favorite uh, thing to do pre, uh, pre snap. So this is so disgusting, Skeeter, but oh, this is no. a very true story. Oh, no. Would be to grab the bottom of my jersey and blow my nose into it as I'm walking to the line of scrimmage to block you. And that's just what you see is me doing that. And now I'm about to just come after you. And that's just, that's so just weird and disgusting. And I, I took such pleasure out of doing that to people. And then just looking at them like I was insane. Well, I mean. <laughs> this is also 100% true, unfortunately. Oh, I'm, I'm not doubting you for a minute here. But when you say you're insane, I'm thinking, yeah. Somewhat realistic, potentially. And this is also unfortunately very true. Do you remember the Undertaker's manager, Paul Bear? Oh, gosh, yes. 
Well, no, it wasn't gosh, yes. It was, oh, yes. Oh, rest in peace. Oh, very well, well <laughs> My, done. Myself and the left guard, who, by the way, is now in my high school's Hall of Fame, so he was very good. Uh, we would walk to the line of scrimmage, and if I wasn't blowing my nose in my jersey, we were saying Paul Bear stuff to each other. <laughs> and it, we were bigger than everyone. Can you imagine? Like, we weren't even trying to punk people out. We were just weirding them out. Um, this is all very true stuff, Skeeter. That's great. I don't know if great's the answer, but it is something. It's No, no, it's great. <laughs> now, if any of you could have pulled off some million-dollar man, Teddy Biasi, then, oh. <laughs> well, we weren't – I went to a I – was, I, was, I was at a private school, Skeeter. We weren't flashing the money sign like Johnny Manziel. Uh, you always got Mr. Fuji? Um, so this is going way off the rails. My high school German teacher wrestled Mr. Fuji. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, this is true. He was like – his name was just like Big Bad Jack or something, and he was like just you know one of the jobbers like locally or whatever. But he wrestled Mr. Fuji. That's awesome. Um, so at any rate, I think we were talking Dallas Cowboys, maybe. I think we were. <laughs> well, leave it to Dallas. This Dallas is going to be off the crazy. radar. Um, and this is what happens when you grow up idolizing Nate Newton, uh, and then he gets arrested with five hundred pounds of weed. This is this is what life happens to you. Yeah. So. All right, moving on. Uh, we actually have now three teams in a row who we talked about in episode one. Yeah. Miami, Vegas, which that's going to take a while to get used to saying Las Vegas Raiders. And I know, dude. I, I kept seeing that, like, sorry to interrupt you. I'm sorry, I just kept seeing it, like, 55. What does that mean? Because isn't LV the Roman numeral for 55? Wow. Yes. I, that is what I thought when I saw LV wow. behind somebody's name. And I'm like, what the hell does 55 mean? And it's like, Oh, yeah, they're in Las Vegas. Like, hello, dummy. You finally figured out LAR and LAC. Yeah, now get used to LV. 50. Wow, I hadn't even thought about that one. Mm, you know. That's impressive. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, Las Well, here's the deal. Both of those will be other picks, right? So I think especially when we get into Miami. Um, I mean, because they've got another pick coming, too. And uh, interestingly enough, this is where we see them potentially taking an offensive lineman. And that would be to replace Laramie Tunsil, um, uh, uh, again, who would fit the Nate Newton mode here today as uh, as an offensive lineman who got arrested with the reefer Skeeter, but or didn't get arrested, but posted that picture pre-draft. Uh, they replace him. The Dolphins, I think, go lineman here, but I also think the Dolphins are a team with enough needs that they need running back. They're going to go running back in this draft at some point. I don't think they do it here, but this is a team that just gutted itself. So yeah. tackle makes a ton of sense, especially if you go get an offensive uh, stud at quarterback. But they could go anywhere, right? They could even go corners. I mean, they did trade Minka. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, not that, the, not that the AFC East is exactly a huge passing division, but maybe with Buffalo now, that's uh, something you might want to consider. But, no, you're right. I, I would tend to think defense could be something to look at here. Raiders at 19, if they, if they go receiver with their first pick, this feels like they definitely have to go defense. Mm-hmm. defense and I think corner makes sense but if you know if they were to think uh you know maybe somebody just above here has slipped to him you know I don't know if it would be anybody other than maybe Chasen from LSU that would slip to him where they otherwise they just go corner right and then who was I just I pulled up my list here uh Jacksonville you know what are they doing with Fournette and is, I mean is there a chance they go running back here I don't think so. I just don't think there is a first-round running back right now. It seems to me like the NFL has said, if you're not Saquon, if you're not Zeke, you're, 
we're probably going to build with other things and we'll get a different running back. So I don't think any of these running backs go in the first round. That's not to say that, you know, if Taylor did or one of the other guys did, I'd be shocked. I'd be a little surprised, though. And if they do move Fournette, I don't know that they go running back again in the first round. Like, I think, you know, you try to build elsewhere. Maybe they just go and say, okay, we really are going to see if we can get to Trevor Lawrence here. Uh, Carlos, hi. Lamar Miller, you need a job? Come be our running back for the year while we uh, trade Fournette. But I don't think they go running back here. We're relying on Reichel Armstead. Okay. But potentially, too. I mean, Armstead is certainly a guy on my rankings. You know what I mean? So he's not high because of Fournette, but he's a guy I have ranked. So um, I could see them turning to him if they were going to pull a Dolphins and and just tank. But remember, the Dolphins try to tank, and they still end up with the fifth pick. They didn't even get in the top five. So it's it's no guarantee. Okay. It, so so now we're on the 21 with Philadelphia. And this just feels like a – here's another team just like, hey, I, I think they need some running backs too, don't they? Kind of like <laughs> yes, they definitely do. Yeah. I, mean, um, I, I mean, they surely don't have enough. Unfortunately, uh, do they believe in the one that they should in Miles Sanders? I think he's – I don't know if he's a stud. I mean, I get, they're all studs. They're NFL athletes. But I think he's pretty good, dude. Like, I think he's definitely good enough that if he were to be given the full workload, I'd be willing to put him in maybe my top 15 running back rankings. Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to get that workload for me to go that direction. Um, but I don't think I don't think the Eagles. Here's two positions I'd be surprised if they took in the first round: running back, uh, tight end, and let's just go ahead and say quarterback as well. Those are three positions I'd be very surprised if they took. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, we, we in part one we mentioned like Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, Philadelphia, would be interesting too, just because Wentz. Ah, uh, Wentz is so young though. Like I don't want a young guy. If I, I want Rosen sitting behind Brady, Rivers, like, I want Rosen to, yes, I want him to see the end of the tunnel where his playing days come. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want him to just be, because I think he could be a malcontent um, if you've got him sitting behind Wentz where he simply is only going to play if Wentz gets hurt. Like, I don't think I want him there. Um, I could be wrong. I just get the feeling like it wouldn't sit well with him and he'd be an issue. Yeah, that's that's probably true. But yeah, wide receiver is an interesting spot here because they drafted Ortega Whiteside last year. Greg Ward kind of popped up. Deshaun Jackson's probably got not much time left, and Alshon Jeffries hurt. Like, I don't see them going receiver here in the first round, but I wouldn't be shocked. Like, this feels like maybe a a later round pick for the Eagles at receiver. Certainly mm. don't need tight end with Ertz and Goddard. Yeah, yeah tight end's not happening. Um. Maybe some you secondary, know, so they don't aren't signing guys off the street. Who did they just had? They just had an O lineman, I think, retired too. It wasn't Lane, was it? Who did they just have retire? Was it Long? Um, was it Long? No, an offensive lineman. Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, because he played defense for them. Your your Long played. Okay, offense. that's right. Sorry. Um, my Long. I'd have. Uh, but I, I they, mean, they, they did get Darius Slay. I was trying to think of the cornerback. They did get Darius Slay, but I mean that was just a sieve last year on the secondary. It has been for a couple of years. It was. That's right. They were the team you really went against. So I could see them going in that direction. Um, you know what? What do you do to win that division? Does are you scared uh, of the offense? Up? <laughs> I mean, well, the are Giants you... are. I mean, I like the Giants' offense, but I'm still not convinced on them. Washington's not ready. 
And Dallas is just a mediocre team, I feel. like. Yeah, I still think Dallas is the front runner. I think Philadelphia is the front runner. I can't argue with you. I mean, I can, but I can't. I can't tell you that I think you're dumb for your the way you think. Like, if they could ever stay somewhat healthy, because it seems like the past two years, ever since winning the Super Bowl, they can't stay healthy. If they could ever stay oh, healthy, right. they feel like they're they're the team that would be the best in that division. Why don't they just draft a pair of hands for Aguilar? I uh, did he? Sorry, sign, <laughs> I think he signed somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just had the unlike Aguilar guy uh, stuck in my head there for a second. Where did he sign? Yeah, I get. Uh, is he still with the Eagles? Where but I could he? see I could most certainly see them uh, going receiver. So I do think that I could see because Wentz doesn't have a receiver. I mean, Alshon has had a little trouble staying healthy, and other than that, he's pretty decent. But the other guys are. Ugh. I mean, maybe Arthiga Whiteside turns into something, but mm. I don't know. No, because Greg Ward passed him. Uh, by the way, Aguilar signed with the Raiders. Okay. All right. Well, that is the second one I was complete, that I have completely Yeah, missed. well, as I said, you know, it was just weird the timing of everything going on, so. Well, dude, let's face it. This is golf time. If if, if golf was happening, we wouldn't even be talking about this yeah. right now. <laughs> let's I was saying, be real. Hey, I, was, I was trying to transition within a week from regular in-classroom instruction to how to do this online, so I'm I probably missed some moves, too. Yeah, that's all right. We'll catch up to him. I could see the Eagles going corner if one of those corners, um, you know, from uh, with Fulton and Johnson are the two that John Lobb has going 19 and 20, the picks out of them. I could see them taking a guy like that. They also have Henderson going, John does, uh, right before that from Florida. So I could see one of those guys fitting Philly's need if Ruggs were gone. Maybe they say Ruggs isn't the type of receiver we want. You know, Maybe they want somebody more like Jefferson or something, I don't know, or Mims, and they move back. So I could see them going corner. I could see them certainly going wide receiver, though, because, I mean, it was almost a joke about playing the t- – you know, when, when Ertz was hurt, you played Goddard because – he was the fourth most expensive tight end, but he was the only guy left to throw to. So right. I, I think receiver can make some sense here, too. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, 22, Minnesota. Well, I mean, John so has them trading up and taking Justin Jefferson, yeah. which I think is a nice replacement for Diggs, uh-huh. who basically, um, I don't know, I guess he didn't like winning, so – he got his way to a different team, and I actually like Buffalo, and I'm yeah, interested in their their success because I think they're a fun fun team to cheer for, if not for my Bengals. But God, Stefan Diggs, like, uh, just uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, you heard my Carson Palmer rant. I could give you the same. I mean, dude, Diggs like bagging out on a team that's winning games. What the hell, dude? Right. Why? But, I mean, they definitely need a receiver. I mean, they have Tajay Sharp. B.C. Johnson, who I don't mind, but I'm not sure he's a two. Um, receiver is – the only reason I would say receiver isn't their biggest need is because I could see Mike Zimmer just going, ah, you know, guys, we could just run the ball 40 times a game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cook and Madison are a nice we'll combo. Three times, we'll throw it to Thielen five. And, you know, the other than the 40 runs, you know, 30 to Cook and – 10 to Madison, maybe 2 to Boone. We'll throw Cook five passes, too, just uh, to mix it up a little. Well, don't forget your honorary three touches, too. I believe you mentioned him in the first episode, Amir Abdullah. 
<laughs> yes, uh, perhaps, yes. Uh, he could get his touches as well and finally score for my dynasty team that dropped him uh, five years ago. I probably less than five. But, but yeah, this, this almost, I mean, I look at Minnesota, I don't see a ton of weaknesses, but it just feels like they always find a way to underachieve a little bit. Minnesota's a pretty damn good team last year. Minnesota won a playoff game last year. I, I can't give you the underachieve last year. Um, yeah, they didn't win the division, but they got that first round That first round win, moved on. Um, I'm a Bengals fan. I haven't seen a playoff win since 1990, so I can't say that Minnesota underachieves. <laughs> just not, I'm just not allowed. I mean, Green Bay didn't have any. I mean, Minnesota was the most talented team in that division, probably. Minnesota, the Bears were, and then Green Bay won it, but... Just, you know, they just feel like they should have made a Super Bowl at some point or, you know, not get blown out in an NFC Championship game where they had to rely on a miracle in Minneapolis to get there, so. I'm okay with what you're saying. I, I, I totally understand with what you're saying. I'm just like, I can't say they underachieved when they did win a playoff game last year. Like, if you won a playoff game, you're one of the final four in your conference, you know, unless you were supposed to win it all and, you know, Go sixteen and zero. I have trouble calling that an underachieve. No, that, I was yeah, that's true. I was, I was but I get what you're saying, man. And they play in a tough division, dude. They got Rodgers, who, for better or worse, finds ways to get it done. Yeah. Um, I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but I'll never <laughs> argue that he's good. Great. As a Bears fan, I don't like him either. But that's mainly <laughs> because he's beat us a few times. But uh... I just don't like him because he was really bad in Game of Thrones. <laughs> He actually had a cameo in Game of Thrones. I, I thought maybe he just saw the State Farm commercials. Um, no. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of stuff I don't understand, but I just have trouble. No, I have trouble liking people who can't get along with any of their family, Skeeter. Is, you know what? That That's that's fair. There's, there's a reason that Patrick Reed and Aaron Rodgers oh. are just guys that I just simply... Uh, they lose the benefit of the doubt for me. Oh, that- I should have known we couldn't go two podcasts on the same night without a Patrick Reed uh, dig, but um, well, it is what it is, bro. Yeah. Twenty-three it's... New England Patriots. Uh, we can't figure out this team what they're going to do on a week by week basis in the regular season. Let alone figure out who they're going to draft. I think best player available would yeah. make sense. Offensive lineman would make sense. Wide um, receiver makes sense. It could if one of these good ones falls to him. Who is their who's their signal caller when this when this whole thing gets going? Jerry if we Stidham. That's it. I mean, you think so? I mean, the same Brian Hoyer. So I mean, I just wonder if it's not Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, maybe even Rosen. Uh, I highly doubt that um, one of these three quarterbacks. Well, three Burrow's going number one, but I highly doubt that a Tua or Herbert would find their way to New England even if they draft, moved up in the draft a little bit from where they're at. Uh, maybe Love is their pick here. Maybe it is Stidham. Like, I don't know, bro. I legitimately don't know. But I feel like an offensive lineman wouldn't be a bad pick. That's about the only thing. Yeah, receiver, but they do have Edelman. They do have, uh, was it in Kiel Harry that they drafted in the first round? Yeah. And then they've got the other dude that kind of popped the rookie. I can't, Myers. Thank you very much. Yeah, so I'm not acting like I just named you the three amigos from the 80, 80s Broncos or anything, but I threw a couple names out. Like Edelman's, you know, like him or not, he's gotten Hall of Fame, Hall, Hall of Fame conversation. I, I don't think he's there, but 
Right. I mean, good enough that people have talked about him in that in that breath. And then a rookie, they took with the late first round pick. So maybe to me, it's offensive linemen. Maybe they find a player to continue to make that defense even better, since they're probably going to have to rely on it. Um, I don't think they're going to go get a fullback to lead block for Sony Michelle. Uh, that'd be old school, and I'd love it though. Right. No. They. I mean. I- I don't see Jameis or Cam going to New England. I don't know if either one fits a Bill Belichick. The Patriot way? Right. Jameis turns the ball over too much. Cam's a little, feels like he maybe likes a little much of the spotlight, but we've seen. I was going to say, Jameis's personality, I think, would be fine there. Cam's wouldn't, but Jameis' turnovers, you're right, Belichick would just couldn't handle that, dude. Right. He just, like, forget this. So, I mean... I mean, they took Stidham. I, was he second round last year, second or third round, maybe later? I do not know that answer. The reality is, if they like him, it doesn't matter because they turn Garoppolo and Brissett into gold. They turn Matt Castle into gold. Oh, and they turn Tom Brady in the sixth round into gold, too. So, yeah. I mean, if Stidham's their guy, I'm willing to see see it play out. That's for sure. Right. So, I mean, maybe quarterback later in the draft. This just doesn't feel the spot unless they, want, unless they really like Jordan Love or something. So yeah. Uh, speaking of another team that might go best player available, New Orleans at twenty-four. So, I mean, it's not like they need a receiver. So in the first uh, half of our recording here in the podcast, I was unaware that they got Manny Sanders. I, I think if I think that. back, I feel like if I think back, I might have remember hearing that, and then you know the world shut down and it got crazy. But uh, I mean, dude, what do they need? Like. Even even as we is as we get through the first round, we'll we'll mention the teams that we didn't mention for lack of pick, and then we'll mention some guys, I, some running backs, I think, that go there. Like they've got Lat Murray and Kamara, they've got Jared Cook, uh, they've got Taysom Hill for goodness sakes, uh, they've got Thomas and now uh, Sanders. The O line is pretty good, so maybe O line is the only place I imagine they would go on offense, right? Um, right. But again, like you said, best player available. I think that they are in the catbird seat in that regard. And defense, I mean, they had some struggles on defense a year ago too. Like I, I realized Lattimore was really good, but outside of that, like Eli Apple had his had some really bad games. So maybe they're looking corner. Yeah, I think defense for sure. Um, I think offensively. I mean, as far as who we're concerned about in the fantasy world, those players are already on that team. Yeah. So then we come back to here. We go two two more teams we've already discussed. Minnesota again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we need if they, some more more any more. Do you have any other thoughts on Minnesota since we just hit them? If they haven't gotten their receiver yet, if they went elsewhere, they'll go receiver here. I would think. Um, I think in the mock we're looking at that John did. There's five receivers. I think there's a six that could go in the first round in uh, Mims, but that and maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Um, so if they don't hit receiver before they hit it here, and dude, you can never have enough corners in the NFL. And I know I, I talked about not necessarily loving uh, the receivers in that division other than Devontae Adams right now um, and Kenny Galladay and, and Allen Robinson too a little bit. Hey, hey, uh, hey <laughs> when well, we went through this in episode one, how dare you besiege my fifth cousin Allen? Um, but I think I think Zimmer will always be happy to take a defensive player and just build, make a strength a stronger strength, if you will. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Miami with their third pick of the first round at 26. This is the first place I could see a running back going. 
Okay. I don't think it happens, but Miami needs a running back worse than any other roster in the NFL. Like, like by a mile, in my opinion. And that's even with David Johnson uh, not being as good as, as uh, Bill O'Brien thinks he is. <laughs> oh, Bill O'Brien. But again, I think this, is, this could be best player available. I think at this point, Miami will have gotten a quarterback early. If they haven't taken an offensive lineman yet, they probably will here, although I think that run will have uh, probably made its run through its course, into which here I think it's just best player available for them. Could be linebacker, could be a DB. You know, I think I think this is, you know, whichever player they like better because they, I mean, they stripped themselves bare. They need a lot. So you mean you, mean you don't have enough confidence in the running back tandem of Jordan Howard, Patrick Laird, Kalen Balazs, and Miles Gaskin? Um, well, Kalen Balazs, I probably don't even keep in our 12-keeper uh, best ball. Oh, um, I don't so know. I, I got to figure out. I might have to keep Darwin Thompson. I, like, God, my team is terrible. At least I get the number uh, two pick, so thank goodness. For the record, I believe I'll be keeping Jamal Williams and uh, Tevin Coleman along with a couple other running backs. So, um, yeah. Keeping, oh, by the way, breaking news, I'm keeping Patrick Mahomes in that league. That's about the one thing I got right. <laughs> Shocker. Oh, breaking, breaking news. I won't be keeping Andrew Luck. <laughs> and apparently I also won't be keeping Jacoby Brissett oh, now, who right. I was wise enough to back up and get. But now here it's Phil Rivers in there, so I don't even have neither one of them as a quarterback. But uh, <laughs> um, no, I don't have confidence in any of those running backs for the Dolphins, nor do they, I believe. Um, but yeah, I think this is the best player available. I don't think they go running back because they've got uh, a pick coming early in the second round. And if no running back has gone yet, I don't think one separates themselves from the field to the extent that Miami can't just take their pick of what's left when no. they take a second. Yeah, I, so I'm, I'm probably a defensive player here. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Seattle at 27. <laughs> now, I mentioned this, you know, off air, but there's been some talk that Seattle might be interested in running back because they're I don't think trust Penny and Chris Carson's injury history. I personally don't see it, but I feel like they they certainly don't need tight end. Yeah, so what's going on with them, dude? They just signed Hollister to like a three mil deal. Oh, I forgot about Hollister. And they've got Disley, and they went out and signed. Like, dude, I had Disley ready to keep in a couple dynasty leagues on the sneak. Yeah. Uh, well, I assume Greg Olson's their guy now. I don't know what the hell they're doing. They've signed. They've got three tight ends. Like, dude, they're ready to go. Like, the entire NFL is ready to go wide open, five wides. They're ready to go fullback, <laughs> tailback, three tights at the 50, dude. Uh, don't forget, they, they still have Luke Wilson, too. So oh, he, yeah, double L's. Yeah. Wilson to Wilson. Wilson. Uh, this uh, feels like defense because, you know, it was funny last year, fancy. People just kept – Thinking, oh, this Seattle defense still is good. No, they weren't. They sucked, dude. They were winning because Russell Wilson was playing like an maybe. MVP. Yeah. I mean, maybe later on a receiver, because, I mean, their third receiver is Philip Dorsett. But, I mean, who's not terrible, but. Yeah, but they want, but they've got all those tight ends. They yeah. want to play bully football with Carson, I think. Um, but, it, but, so, you've got all those tight ends and you've got Lockett and DK. I don't see receiver. Like, even if one of the top five were to fall to them, and I do see actually John has Mims going in this uh, first round too. Like, I don't. Th- I just don't think that makes sense for what they want to do. I think they want to bully people around. I think that explosive Rams offense is all of a sudden no more. 
so, like, you know, yes, there is an explosive offense that they're going to have to contain in Arizona. Flashback to about five years ago when those were the two teams that bullied each other around. They're going to be built a lot different now. Um, mm. But I, I, I think, uh, and not to forget San Fran, the team that went to the Super Bowl, but I think they want to play bully football. Um, you know, I think they want to be able to be the big tough guy in the cold games up in their place when it comes to December. So I think defense makes a lot of sense for them. Always offensive line could make sense for them, but I don't think yeah. the pick's going to be there for them there. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, offensive line always seems like an issue because it always feels like Russ is running for his life, but defense certainly there too. <laughs> but he's an artist when he does it, oh, man. Oh, gosh, he's amazing. That's why I wish they'd let him throw the ball a little bit more. Uh, the Ravens at 28. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, from a fantasy perspective, can we get another wide receiver? Cause especially when you think of that playoff game where they're, where the receivers dropped like seven passes in that game against Tennessee. Like I, I've got an argument recently with somebody who was trying to blame Lamar Jackson for that playoff. I was like, dude, the receivers dropped seven passes in that game. That was not Lamar's fault. There were an extraordinary number of drop passes. I, I want to say there were like five or six bad ones in the first half alone. Like, I mean, Hollywood Brown is good, but I don't know. I mean, Mark Andrews, I realize they're relying on the tight end, and Max Williams is probably still decent too, but can we get somebody else besides Willie Sneed? I don't know if Miles Boykin's going to play out. Um, who the heck are the receivers? I can't think of their other receivers right now. But, hey, uh, dude, you just you just hit them, dude. That's that's the problem. Is there You can't think of them because you can't think oh, of nothing. Uh, I mean, dude, D'Anthony okay. Thomas... Sean Modster, Antoine Wesley, Jaleel Scott. Like, yeah, there's a reason you can't think of these names. I mean, besides Brown and Andrews, the next best receiver is Nick Boyle. The tight end, the backup tight end. Oh, they don't have like, Max Williams. Really, oh, that's right. They lost Max Williams. I was really excited to see what they were going to do. Like, are they going to come out in three tight end sets with those two plus Hayden Hurst? Because all three were effective when turned to. Um, and Hayden Hurst obviously wasn't what they had hoped for as the first-round pick. Andrews gave them everything they could hope for and more. I was really interested to see if they would come out and just do some really weird stuff that defenses were otherwise completely unable to game plan for from different formations and personnel that they could do that no one else could do. Um, I think receiver would make sense. Like a dude like Mims again, makes sense here. I got to be honest with you. I'm kind of hoping uh, selfishly that Mims falls to pick 33. Right. Uh, and and then I can make him the eighth overall pick in my uh, dynasty draft. Um, I by the way, you know... <laughs> a rookie dynasty pick, just right. for the record. Since the NFL's kind of a copycat league, could we see even like Trace McSorley, their third quarterback, kind of be like a Taysom Hill? Play a little receiver? Because didn't they... Weren't they trying him out at receiver last year in preseason? Uh, we cert- could we see it? Well, hell yeah. Of course we could. I mean, anytime you can squeeze a little bit more out of a player and give you something, some versatility that gives you uh, like a 54-man roster out of your 53 guys, well, hell yeah, they're going to try that if they can. Um, I don't know how much we'll see it. Right, but yeah, no, I, I receivers certainly feel like something they need to go to. because Receiver would make sense, but, I mean, let's be real. Uh, O-line, again, if one of these guys would fall, like this is a draft with, with a lot of good offensive linemen in this first round. So okay. if one of them's there, you know, there's nothing wrong with making that pick. Okay. Uh, John hasn't taken a linebacker, and – you know, I can see that, too. I mean, they've obviously been a franchise that has had their best success with a Hall of Fame linebacker uh, and, quite frankly, a couple of Hall of Fame linebackers and a defense that just was, you know, 
all world. So yeah. never going to be surprised if Baltimore goes deep. No. Uh, 29, Tennessee. Like, I mean, I would say receiver here, too, because Corey Davis just hasn't really worked out, and they have A.J. Brown, but I don't even know if they really want to pass the ball. I think it's just the whole Derrick Henry show. And feels like I think Tannehill still needs to throw the ball. Um, hey, what are they going to do at tight end this year, Tennessee? Uh, Delaney Walker John is a free Smith? agent. Jonu Smith is the number one on the depth chart. Jonu Smith is uh, is okay. He certainly made his moment. Um, but, you know, like Tennessee, if you want to play – Again, if you want to be a bully and run the ball with big boy Derrick Henry, you know, and have his big ass pushing you around, which is what they want to do, and I like that kind of football. I love watching it. I like to see a tight end pushing the edge a little bit there. Um, you know, Walker was a decent blocker. Smith, we'll see if he can be as good. I mean, he's, he's been good, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they were to go with I mean, they're not going to go tight end here, but if they were to go tight end maybe later if they're not bringing back Delaney Walker, because you want to be big up front. You know what I mean? You, right. You're six offensive linemen. Um, you know, I'm not sure if O-line makes sense for them, um, although it makes sense for everybody if you wear my rose-colored glasses. Isn't Michael Pruitt more of a blocker, or was that Anthony Ferkser? One of those two were... Uh, uh, well, I guys saw... guys that used showdown, by the way. I want to say Pruitt's the blocker. Uh, Ferkser... That's kind of what I but thought. But I could too. be wrong because I, I know I saw Furser score a touchdown. I went to the uh, Chiefs Titans regular season game. And that's always just because a, that's he scored a, a touchdown. Uh, that's always a, a sick of it from Joel Dolan on Sirius XM. Like, <laughs> Anthony Furser. Well, he's, he, I, I saw him score and I was just like, oh, that's who the hell is that? <laughs> but all the good Titans fans in the stadium knew who he was. It was awesome. It was a good, That was a great game, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I, I could see the Titans going defense again. Going back to the Belichick tree, Vrabel, the coach. I mean, what does Vrabel want to do? Vrabel wants to play big, tough man football, right? Like, Vrabel still wants to put the pads on. He still wants to get in your face, dude. So, you better believe he wants to have a defense that can stop you. Right. Not that everyone does it, but I think maybe even a little more so. Like, Vrabel would like to win games three to nothing. (laughs) I think he would enjoy that. And I get it. Defensive guys like that kind of stuff. Like, I can enjoy that kind of game, too. Right. Green Bay at 30. I think John has Mims taking, uh, taken here. I can get that. I, I, I get that. I mean, they've been looking for a long time to put somebody opposite Adams, right? I mean, Lazard was a nice, uh, was a nice, uh, fine for them at the end of last year. If Lazard was such a nice fine, why'd they go out and sign Devin Funches? Who I love, and I've been waiting forever, because Fun had a good little start to his career in Carolina, and I got on the Funches bandwagon again last year, and I guess we could argue that we don't really know what was going to happen because, well, the quarterback situation and the retirement of luck. I'm interested to see what Funches does in Green Bay, but I uh, Mims makes sense going opposite Adams here. I mean, you got an all-world quarterback, give him a weapon to go win another Super Bowl with. I mean, yeah, because I, you know, I thought St. Brown or Valdez Scantling would pop up, and I mean, Green Bay typically historically has done well drafting receivers. So the fact that you know those two didn't work out is interesting. A defense always feels like a need here too, because they just got absolutely bullied against San Francisco twice in the regular, you know, once the regular season, once the NFC Championship game. So Green Bay, Green Bay, you could run on, correct? Yes. They were the team you could run on all over. Yes. Um, so, you know, maybe if they could find something to help them stop, stuff the run, you know. Right, nose tackle. Yeah, because they do 3-4, so maybe some 
linebackers as well. But yeah, Green Bay definitely needs to fix that run game. Uh, th- 31 San Francisco again, but probably best player available because, well, psh, they're still, yeah, they feel at this, at this point, I think they're very much in, again, in the Capert seat of best player available. Right. Uh, and that's how, that's how, that's how it is when you're coming off the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, it'll be interesting to see if they do a uh, fine trade partner for a Tevin Coleman or a Marquise Goodwin, or quite possibly both in this pick to move up. Like, who the heck knows, bro? Right. I mean, I mean, and there was, they, I think they have a lot of picks, or they always they feel like they, first, yeah. They always feel like they have a lot of picks, so yeah, um, makes sense. Kansas City at thirty-two again, probably another best player available. Maybe this is uh, another receiver spot to kind of go with uh, inconsistent uh, Tyree Kill. Well, Tyree Kill is always one off the field incident away from being done. Sammy Watkins, who eh, Michael Hardman, maybe the you know. Tyree Kill clone a little bit, so maybe he is. He is, and if something goes wrong with Hill, I think Hardman steps right in there. But another team that always feels like defense is never a bad thing. I agree. I think it's a defensive pick for them. I think that's. I feel like this is a pretty clear cut. Let's go take a defensive player. All right, so that ends the first round. But there are teams who don't have first round picks. One of them being the Indianapolis Colts, and I'm trying to figure out who in the world did they get that they give up a. Or is this the DeForest Buckner from the 49ers? Very possibly. The Niners have that pick. So so what are the Colts looking at as far as, I don't know what picks they have. I mean, they obviously don't have anything first round. but So I have seen the Colts as one of these teams that uh, potentially, because now we, we should bring this into the forefront too as, uh, as fantasy guys. There's five running backs, I think, in this draft. Taylor, Swift. Uh, not, I didn't really mean that. Um, <laughs> Taylor. Shake it off. Space, space, Swift. Believe it or not, Skeeter, I'm not going to get Taylor Swift song references. I don't know any of them. I know she uh, is in that ice cream commercial or something. That's all I know. <laughs> and actually, it's not even an ice cream commercial. I don't know what they're selling, but she's No, it's it. like um, a credit card, I think. I think it's MasterCard. Uh, but so those two, Dobbins, Akers, and then Edwards, Edwards Hilaire. Um, I feel like those five kind of separate themselves. I know uh, Moss and uh, a couple other guys are, are there that are probably going to be um, guys we take in our – uh, our fantasy drafts, but I don't know how important they're going to be. We'll see. I mean, it all depends on what teams they go to, but Indianapolis is one of those teams that I saw potentially going after a running back. Um, I don't know that that is their number one need. I thought between Mack and Hines, they were pretty decent with a very good offensive line last year. I think maybe, maybe if they're going running back, it's only because Marlon Mack doesn't, doesn't he have a little bit of an issue staying healthy? He's been dinged up a little bit. Yeah, that's a, that's a fact. That's definitely a fact. And Naheem uh, Hines, uh, Jordan Wilkins still there? Uh, I don't know if he's the three on yeah, that team. Yeah, he is the three. So, I mean, but he's probably more like a Hines type. I mean. I don't see them taking a running back. I see, uh, at no. least not second round, like their first pick. Maybe with a third round pick if one of these guys is still there or one of the other guys like a Moss Dillon, uh, Moss slash Dillon um not to say multiple players' names together as if it's one new person that I just invented. Um, I mean, what you know, about receiver, though? Yes, like, I guess yes. Doyle, Doyle is still there. This is supposed to be a deep receiver draft where maybe you could get a wide receiver in the second round that might be a first-round type talent. You know, maybe it's a Higgins or uh, Pittman or Hamler or whatever. Um, one of those kind of dudes that fills in and goes opposite of T.Y. Hilton 
would make sense if you brought in Phil Rivers, you brought him in to go for it right the heck now. The defense, the O-line was in place last year, and obviously they lost luck. They still played decent. Uh, I think they could win that division. Hopefully Phil Rivers doesn't bring his inability to win the close one. And in fact, an otherworldly ability to lose the close one is what Phil Rivers has. Uh, hopefully he doesn't bring that to Indy with him. Although I'm not an Indy fan, so I don't really care, but I'd like to see Phil do well. And as far as like, you know, just talking about the team, they're going for it right now. I think that D still defense, a D, D defense is still decent. I do think the receiver would make a lot of sense from what they've done so far. All right. I'm going to test your memory here. Can you name me any other receiver on the team outside of T Y Hilton? Paris Campbell, but I don't know if I could give you a third. Zach Pascal's their third. They have, like, Therese Fountain, Artavis Scott, Ashton Doolin, Chad Williams. I mean, they're just... Like, this team needs another receiver, especially because, again, T.Y. Hilton, not exactly um, Mr. Health. So, yeah, Paris Campbell, you know, I think he was off and on or injured most of his rookie year, so... This yeah, if you're bringing Philip Rivers, you're gonna go for now. Well, you need to get receiver help, and I mean, this seems like the draft that you would be able to certainly do that on. What other teams might not have a first round pick? Well, your uh, favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, don't. That was, I think, the Minka Fitzpatrick trade. A trade that I think will prove to have been a very good one for him. He was a hell of a player for them last year. I had him on an IDP league, dude, mm-hmm. and my God, did he come in and just tear it! Up, scored like three straight games or something oh, crazy. Right? Okay, I forgot like, to about get that. The, to get touchdowns in an IDP league is out of like it's 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 you get to a year and the guy's your IDP MVP. This dude gets traded and was unowned in our IDP league. By the way, and my buddy was like, "We should go get him." I'm like, "Dude, we don't even need him." Like, we got Jamal Adams, surprise, my cousin, um, amongst <laughs> others. Like, we don't even need a DB. I'm like, screw it. You, we got a few. We had Antonio Brown on that team. I shared this team with a friend. And we had Antonio Brown at auction. I'm like, screw it. We got the extra money from Cotton Brown to stay under the salary cap. Go get him. By God, he was like, you couldn't take him out of your lineup after that. It was like, all right, does it Derwin James? or Well, James was injured last year. But we, we had, I think, Buda Baker. It was like, dude, we had stud DBs, but didn't even matter. Minka was in. Um, so that was a good trade for them. What they need, I don't know if they would go with a Jordan Love. Um, you know, I think they're also a team that – I don't think they don't need tight end, right? They got McDonald and Ebron. I think they go get a veteran quarterback to be behind Big Ben. So I don't think that that's what they're looking and you for here in the second round. Right? Yeah, I've seen that rumor floated around. It kind of makes a little sense. Well, they don't need, they certainly don't need running backs or maybe maybe for running I don't know, do they? Is James Conner that good? Like I love the story. Like there's nothing better than, you know, guy overcomes cancer and then is a stud running back in the NFL. Like, I love the story, but I'm sorry. I'm not going to tell you that Benny Snell and James Conner and Jalen Samuels is, like, some feared running tandem. Like, they ain't Lev Bell. And, I I mean, I'm wrong a lot, dude, but James Conner was a dude I wanted nothing to do with last year. Granted, he was going, like, late first, early second. Yeah, I think I was on that board. I was on that train. He's not going to go anywhere near that this year. But I do think this is a team that I actually could use a running back. Like, is James Conner – the, uh, the it guy is he is he a a, a bell cow or you know like I, I don't think so and, no, and but, I love the story. but I think we saw Samuel's produce a little bit I think Snell had a couple of times even even Kareth White I think had a few productive plays like this I mean I'm sure they'll draft one or sign an undrafted free agent that's kind of what the Steelers do but 
I'm not sure it's a priority for them. Receiver, Juju, I, I think Deontay Johnson certainly proved he was the number two. Maybe we'll see if James Washington can make the step in year three. They also have Deion Kane, who I've always kind of thought could be a good receiver. So their offensive line still looks fairly solid. So maybe this is just more defense, maybe another offensive lineman. Yeah, um, offensive lineman, again, that's a team that it, it could make sense for, too. Um, I, again, I'm I'm so biased, and I don't even try to hide it, but offensive line makes sense for everybody. It's the it's the, the, the fulcrum of the team, bro. But it, it could make sense for them. Defense, too, although they've got, you know, T.J. Watt and Mink on that defense. Like, um, you know, it's a team that could be scarily rebounding with Big Ben if he's anything close to what he was when he got hurt. You know, a, a couple years another ago. team, historic defense that, you know, you want to go with. Um, I'm going to skip the next team because if we're going to start this whole podcast with your team, we're going to end it with mine. So we'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll uh, skip the Bears for a little bit. The hey, ra- we only started with my team because the Bengals were terrible and got the first pick. <laughs> well, well, we'll just say the Bears and drafts haven't exactly gone all that great, especially first-round picks. Uh, the Rams. They lost their first-round pick to, in the Jalen Ramsey trade. I think I heard something that they're eating 70 some odd million dollars in Brandon Cooks, who's no longer on the team, Todd Gurley, who's no longer on the team, and Jared Goff. And Brandon Cooks, um, we didn't talk about that when we talked. Dang it, the team he went to. Uh, hook me up here. Houston? Yes. I don't think we even mentioned him. Oh, like, dude, we haven't gotten to the Texans yet. I'm sure that could be a fun discussion. Okay, okay. I was going to say, because uh, I, I want to figure out, I want your take on where you have Deshaun Watson right now. Like, let me tell you, from my rankings I made in January to the ones that I just redid, bro slid a lot, obviously. Um, Kyler Murray or Deshaun Watson? It's Kyler Murray now, and I it wasn't. It I, you know, I think I might still have Watson at him. Even though, even though um, I don't know how true this rumor is, something like a Deshaun Watson for Kirk Cousins trade, which, by the way, would be perfect Bill O'Brien. Uh, yeah, uh, let me tell you something. Just, just t- take, take the take the trade button out of his hand. Um, but okay, before we get to Houston, I'm sorry, the team you uh, the team you threw at the me. The Rams. The Rams. Are the Rams going to finish fourth in their division this year? They might. I mean, who's the Rams running back? Uh, Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson, and John Kelly. So it's it's Brown or it's Henderson. Is it either of them? I think it's Henderson because if I remember right, last year they traded up for Henderson and they didn't have a first round pick, or they might not even had a second round pick last year. Like you want to talk about so much hype and absolutely get nothing from it from a fantasy draft. Like, dude, the drafts that I had Henderson in, I mean, dude, he never did anything. No, because even early on it was Malcolm Brown and then then all of a sudden it was Gurley for like fifteen, twenty touches a game. Like, what in the world's going on here? Uh, wide receiver could even be a little bit of a need. I know they have Cup, Woods, and Reynolds, but they have nobody else behind them. Reynolds might be a guy that needs to uh, find his way into my rankings now with Cooks gone. I could see them going running back. They're one of the teams that I could see going running back. Yeah. Like, they're one of the teams. Like, I'm not so sure that either one of those guys is their guy. Um, so I think they could go there. I, uh, I think uh, defense. Linebacker, nose tackle, because weren't they another team you could just run on all all day last year? Oh, I'd have to go back and look at that because they got they have they have Donald, uh, the big boy. Um, 
I'd have to go back and look at that. I don't know if I remember them being a team you could run on a ton, but you could be right about that. I could. I could Maybe I'm thinking you know. two years ago. There's been a time recent years, I don't remember if it was last year or two years ago, that you could run on them. Because they had a – why can't I think of his first name? The guy who's been, like, Defensive Player of the Year, like, the two of the last years or something. Aaron Donald? Yes. I said Donald, but I couldn't think of his last name. Oh. I can't want to say Sam Darnold. I'm like, well, clearly <laughs> that's not right, Chief. I don't think uh, Sam Darnold's Aaron playing Donald, defense anytime you. soon. Um, see, offensive lineman, Skeeter, you know what we do? We erase defensive linemen, and then they just move, uh, we make it two. What a so recovery. I, that's that's <laughs> a well-played recovery, sir. Thanks. I'm pretty proud of that one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I could see them going running back. Uh, I do think that uh, – I don't think they're going any other offense position besides running back. So if it's not RB with their first pick in that second round, I think it's uh, defense. Okay. Yeah, I would tend to think, think that too. So um, The Buffalo Bills traded their first-round pick for Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. They, they almost feel like, you know – I don't know if – I haven't looked at division odds, but they kind of feel like they might be the team to beat in the AFC East. They are. I'm starting to worry if I'm getting too high on them and if it's like too good to be true type stuff where that Patriots defense is still that Patriots defense. And, um, you know, it's not like Brady played well last year. So maybe maybe discounting the Patriots is a little bit too early. But, yeah, it's like it's not the Jets. and It's not the Dolphins. So if it's not the Patriots, it is the Bills. So if you're talking about like just betting odds, you know, it is one of the other. It's one of the two for me. Um, And I feel like I'm going to say it's the Bills. And I feel like that's going to be a cute, trendy thing to say. And I feel like in the end, I hope that I can keep myself grounded and stick it with the Patriots because uh, it's the Patriots division until it's not, and it still is right now. So right. I love what the Bills have done. I think they're going to be a, an amazingly trendy team this uh, this preseason. And I got Josh Allen at like six in my quarterback rankings, which might be way too high. Um, so hopefully I'm not – oh, I'm sorry. Did I say six? I'm at five because I've moved Watson below him now. Oh, uh, so I hope wow. I'm not losing my mind on this, dude. Um, Ooh, but I think oh. the Bills could be an amazing team. And I think they are 100% best player available right now, right? Maybe offensive line, because I'm looking and I can't... I, I, I've heard of Mitch Morris. I couldn't know if I could tell you. Maybe I've heard of Cody Ford, but Deion Dawkins, Quentin Spain, John Feliciano, I can't say I've ever heard of any of them. So, However, that offensive line played pretty good last year. Okay. I mean, and I know that some of Singletary's runs, like... They were 50-yard runs, right? He he flashed a little bit. It wasn't yes. like he ground out. So I'm not going to sit here and say that, oh, Singletary was a stud, hence the line was a stud. I mean, he had some just big plays that made the averages look better. But I think that line's probably better than what you'd get name recognition for. it. Like, Deion Dawkins is solid, dude. Okay. I, I don't know my offensive line, so that's why I've, I've just thrown it out there. Tight end, maybe? I don't know Dawson Knox is. They got Knox. I think they probably still believe in him. And they also got – they picked up Croft uh, not too long ago um, from the Bengals. He was – Former Raider. uh, Who's that? Lee Smith. Lee Smith. It makes me think of a uh, a reliever. Baseball reliever, yeah. Yes. I think – but no, the football version, he used to play for the Raiders, I think. Okay. Um, but no, I think, uh, I think that between Croft and Knox, I think they're okay. And they're not going tight end. I don't know that there's a tight end going around two in this draft. Is there? Not there I'm might aware be. Of. I mean, hell, the Bengals took Drew Sample in round two last year. <laughs> Anybody can go in round two. I mean, um, there's no Hawkinson in fans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think there's going to be a rookie tight end that I, I have uh, pinned for fantasy relevance this year. Even Thaddeus Moss, uh, the great Randy's son. Oh. 
oh, who okay. I think will be way down the list of rookie fantasy rookies this year. We'll see, though. We'll see. But, yeah, Buffalo, I think uh, I think they're highly poised to take best player available. All right. Now for the now for the maybe second favorite portion of the show, it's the Houston Texans who uh, – is this the Laramie Tunsil uh, trade? Why they don't have a first Well, they traded – they traded one first away for Tunsil. Didn't they trade uh, – I mean, they, they, they did other trades. So Tunsil and Stills came over in the same trade. Yeah. Uh, they had the the Carlos Hyde trade with Kansas City. They sure as heck didn't give up first for that. No, and um, this, this one's from Miami, so I'm assuming this is Tunsil. Uh, so what they do take when they eventually go, <laughs> hell if I know, dude. You think they know? Wide receiver because you know they got Fuller, Cooks, Cobb, Stills. Like, hey, they need a receiver and Fuller. Like, I vowed to myself, ah, Fuller, no chance in hell. And I'm like, well, okay, I might sneak him in a best ball still because like they they just shook it up so bad. Like he'll play himself in his games, but the, they're not going to receiver. Well, they're not going to go back because they just traded their the best receiver in the game. Sorry, Michael Thomas. You had the best season last year, but DeAndre Hopkins is still a better football player than you. Uh, they traded the best receiver in the game for a has-been running back, but they did it, so they're all in with David Johnson. I hope Duke Johnson and David Johnson, like, I hope they wear the same number. Like, let's just really make it confusing and be stupid. I mean, they already have two D. Johnsons, Duke and David, so, I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just have them wear the same number. Yeah, yeah. Let's just be really stupid about this. Um, so, what do they take? I would think defense. Um their O-line yeah. wasn't great. Laramie Tunsil was a huge upgrade. Like, he's the real deal. He's one of the best in the mm-hmm. game. Uh, so I didn't hate them going out and getting Tunsil. I thought it was stupid that the Dolphins traded him, uh, especially if you're going to try and tank and bring in a stud quarterback. Why not have an absolute stud anchor left tackle to block for him? Whatever. Uh, so the, the acquisition of Tunsil for them is great. Uh, then they went and just completely screwed everything up. I don't know what the hell they're doing. I'll say they need to take defense because I'd assume they're good with the four receivers they have that are okay. Uh, you're not going tight end in round two. Obviously not going quarterback. So running back, I guess they're going defense here. I mean, their secondary has always been uh, questionable too in recent years, so I would assume that they could uh, potentially look there as well. They just wrecked a good team. Like, they had a good team. Like, why would you separate Watson and Hopkins, dude? They're, like, talking about a historic uh, feud, Hall of Fame future, and you, let's just separate them. That's so stupid, dude. It's Bill O'Brien. That's so dumb, man. In fact, is Bill, is Bill O'Brien safe because they're in the AFC South where Jacksonville's kind of been inconsistent, Tennessee's kind of been mediocre, and Indianapolis kind of... Can't stay healthy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, yeah, but I think I think he did himself in. Like they gave him the rope to hang himself, as you as they say, and he he. I think he did. We'll see what happens. Um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Like I've been wrong before, but gosh, just seems to me like like this just seems like such a bad transition of roster to me. Yeah. Like I get it if you want to play Smash Mouth football, but dude, dude David uh, David Johnson. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's just. That's and then we save. My Chicago Bears for last. Yes, sir. <sighs> Boy. Still pretty good defense. Offensive line was a huge issue a year ago. I mean, and didn't, uh, is it Kyle Long was there long? Didn't yes. he retire? Yeah. 
Yeah, or he didn't retire. He stepped away from the game, is what I believe he said. Like, I don't think he officially said he retired, but he kind of did. Right. I mean, that was, you know, tight ends, of course, a need because I don't know why they signed Jimmy Graham. Like, I heard today, and I don't know how true this is, that they are planning on cutting Trey Burton. Yeah, they, they, did, cut, they did cut him. Oh, that's official? Okay. Yeah. I mean, wide receiver potentially, like, I'm hoping Anthony Miller steps up. I think Riley Ridley has a little bit of potential, but, I mean, there's just nothing exciting outside of, outside of my cousin, Allen Robinson. Um, but offensive line was, I mean, they there were times last year there was just an open door. Not that Trubisky needed any help struggling, but the offensive line didn't exactly help the cause. Yeah, I think O-line for them or a defensive player. And uh, one way, I don't I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Right. Do you have, who do you think their quarterback's going to be? I still think it's Trubisky, just because, I, I mean, I realize they say it's an open competition, and it might be, but if they go to Foles right away, that's pace-admitting failure for everything he gave up. Like, I think... I still think they have to give him one more chance. I'm not saying they should, but it's just that's kind of the thinking when it comes to front office and quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, and the, I mean, and the frustrating thing about Trubisky is you do see flashes out of him at times, like, oh, that's really good. But then you see the downside, like, what are you doing? And this offense just isn't good enough to support the what are you doing type of thing. So. Playmakers, I think, will be big here. Um, but offensive line, I think, certainly a need. Wide receiver, I mean, tight end, just that's probably not going to happen. Defensively, I mean, front seven, they're still really damn good, right? Yeah, I mean, they still have Hakeem Hicks. Uh, Eddie Golden's been decent. And then Camille Mack, Smith, Trevathan, pretty good. They signed Robert Quinn. Could use a little bit of the corner help because, I don't know, Buster Screen's really somebody you want to rely on, Artie Burns. But they still have Fuller, who's, who I've always liked, and Eddie He's Jackson, good. who's pretty good. So yeah, that's still a really good defense. I mean, you can always use some depth. But for me, offensive line's probably the number one need. Wide receiver would probably be secondary. I, would, I think O-line is their need again. I think this is a draft for it. I think I said O-line is a need for every single team. Um, well, even the Colts, enough offensive lineman, right, Mister <laughs> Offensive Lineman? Even the Colts with that stud offensive line, oh, like yeah. you know, you know, you, you can't pass up on another Quentin Nelson just because you got one, man. That's, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you can never have enough. Right, I'm playing three tackles, dude. Screw that tight end. I got a third tackle. <laughs> and you know what? Whatever yeah. side he's on, strong side, we don't care. I don't care. Strong left. Call it out. We're still going to run it right up your gut. You know, like uh, Herman Boone and Remember the Titans. Which, who was he? I remember the movie, but I don't remember the names. Was he uh, Denzel Washington or the other dude? Uh, I think he was Denzel Washington. Okay. All right. Uh, Who I just watched Manchurian Candidate with Denzel Washington last night, for what it's worth. Um, Just on one of them free movie channels that popped on. I turned it on. I couldn't turn it off because... it is what it is. That's what I watched while the world was watching the uh, Michael Jordan thing. Oh, that you. Okay. I just don't like basketball, dude. I like football and I like golf and soccer, baseball. Just I sucked at basketball. I was fat and I didn't like running up and down the court. I couldn't jump. Uh, anytime I try to box somebody out, they just elbow me in the top of the head. 
but I guess it wasn't over the top because I was too fat to jump. So I'm just, I don't know. I don't like basketball, dude. So, so I, I get it. And maybe, but I mean, I don't dislike it. Like I will watch it with other people, but I don't go out of my way to watch it. I, I don't watch, I, you'll never catch me watching a basketball game by myself. Yeah. I, 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 I rarely do either, but I think the reason here, maybe for me growing up, you know, in a, not a suburb of Chicago, but just outside of Chicago suburbs. I mean, the Bulls sure. were my team. So, I mean, this is bringing back memories, but ESPN, when they do these documentaries, these 30 for 30s or these documentaries, they do such a good job on the detail and, and getting the interviews. And I know this is, I know Netflix helped with uh, this one, but the first two episodes, it was so well done how they weaved in and out of like past histories. And Jordan was the first episode, Pippin the second. So I think Rodman's the third coming up next week, but it's just I might so have well to watch done. that. Yeah, you you watch the first two first, and I mean, it's just and and by the way, it, it's uncanned. I mean, they're swearing, and there's I mean, there's that's no, what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. So I think that it just adds to some of the things too, and just the competitiveness of Jordan and the the talents is just like, oh yeah, we forgot about it. Jordan, Jordan, and Jordan better than LeBron. I will say yes. I say hell yes. Like I don't even think it's close. But LeBron, I mean, LeBron is soft. Jordan would eat him alive and spit him out. Oh, that's the thing about Jordan is like he hates losing, and they even document that early in his career about that too. Yeah, dude, are you kidding me? Jordan would toy with LeBron, chew him like, and it's not physical. Like LeBron's probably more physically gifted than Michael Jordan, right? But Michael Jordan's mentality, like, dude, come on, I don't know. I don't dislike Bron, but I'm also not a fan. And I also just said I'm not that interested in basketball, so my opinion is probably complete uh, uh, keister hole. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I, yeah. I do – like, I don't even care about basketball, but the competitive of Jordan I always admired, right? Right. No, and, and that's very evident in this so far. So. Uh, well, Skeeter, do we got anything else in the uh, Super Combo cast tonight? This was the – no, the Combo cast would be two sports. This was something else. I don't know, the – the duo cast? I don't know what it was. This is the, um, yeah, it's just part, the two part, the two part, too big for one, it's the, it, like WrestleMania, too big for one night. And they had to That's get two right. Nights. This is too big for uh, one podcast. We just split it up. But no, no, the combo cast is when we have, oh, won't that be we're nice? We're golf, right? Yeah, isn't it, especially this year when, I mean, there could be Ryder Cup, there could be U.S. Open and the Masters along with NFL football. I mean, oh, <laughs> Oh, those podcasts will be fun. Let's just hope it's, we get to them because that means that there's, you know, things are going better in this country. At the, you know, that we're able to have sporting multiple sporting events. So that it's going to be overload, bro. It's what? It's going to be overload, and I'm I'm here for it. Absolutely, let's bring it on. All right. So, well, all right, bro. Um, good luck to your Bears. I guess, uh, you know, after one pick is off the board, we'll be done with the first round for our teams. I don't even have the Bears don't even have a first round pick. They have two in the second. That's, in the, I that's what I mean. Once Joe Burrow goes off the board with the very first pick of the draft, we'll we'll be done. Our teams will be done. Yeah, yeah. Unless the Bears foolishly trade the first round, if they do, I'm wondering what in the world they're doing. But um, <laughs> we'll see. It'll be fun. Uh, I always watch the draft, but damn, I'm gonna be watching it even more this time. Are you watching it more? Be- and it could be both. Are you watching it more because of the? Bengals at number one and or because of the fact that there's really not been any sports on for the past month. Very much the latter. Um, very much the latter. Plus, I, like, I'm very intrigued by where these guys go and, like, where I'm going to slot them in in my fantasy rankings and whatnot. So very much the latter. Like, the Bengals pick, I would be locked in for no matter what. But the Burrow pick, like, once they watch it, it's over. Like, it'll probably still be daylight here when they make that pick. 
if they don't make it before Thursday. I mean, because they had Carson Palmer sign the last time they uh, took a, a quarterback number one overall. I believe Carson Palmer was already under contract before the draft. Okay. Which they don't seem, that doesn't seem to happen anymore. It happened for a couple of years and now it seems like teams don't do that anymore. Well, isn't that because they've mainly uh, they're slotted into different contracts? So, um... Yeah, and I think Carson was slotted into pretty much the number he was going to get. I think the Bengals were just like, hey, you're our guy. Let's go ahead and do this. Like, whatever. And that, for whatever reason, not even them, but I, it just seems like. Uh, that first round pick is not uh, the first overall pick has not been under contract on draft day here recently. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I think everything now is pretty much slotted. So, you know, probably, it probably won't be long until they sign Burrow unless it, they'll hold out in case some team just decides to go um, Mike, Mike Ditka trade for Ricky Williams to trade their entire draft for the number one pick. Word on the street here in Cincinnati is the Bengals are not even, as the phrase I heard uh, today on the radio, they're not even listening to offers, so they can't hear an offer they can't uh, <laughs> deny because they're not even listening. Uh, you know, that's probably pretty or smart. an offer you can't refuse. I almost messed up the line from, I think, The Godfather. I'm not 100% yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it's The Godfather. Oh, how would you know? I might, I might not watch movies, but I know a little bit. Okay, did you watch the uh, second Star Wars yet? I have not yet. Okay, well, we 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 <laughs> we, we would have wanted to talk to talk about that already. But, and considering uh, I'm getting my PlayStation tomorrow, I'm not sure that movies are going to be in the near future, just saying. Uh, you can watch movies on your PlayStation. Probably. Well, I understand, but I'm just saying my free time might be trying to figure out how to play golf and baseball. I have to learn how I to play two games, so. Or just, or just being mesmerized by how awesome, like, like, oh my God, I can see the next tee box from this, like, greenside bunker, like, this game's so good, like, it's not just this hole, but I can see what the whole course would look like from here. That kind of stuff, I don't know, gets me fired Wait, up. Wait, right? wasn't that a T-block, a T-marker that's in James's driveway? Uh, that course I have not found on this. Uh, oh, okay. This, this, but it may, somebody may have recreated it. Hopefully yeah. by next year when we get to the 2021 PGA Championship, it will be there. My goal is just to be decent enough that I can challenge you here in a couple of weeks and play match play, so... Uh, I guarantee you, you're you're already there. <laughs> so, oh no! Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll see that. Hopefully, you get that. And we can report on that as we get done. But uh, at this point, I think uh, we'll, we'll shut her down and uh, we'll have some draft recap kind of feelings next time we get together, right? Yep. Yeah, that sounds yeah. Because it's always good to see reaction and you know who are some of these guys from a fantasy perspective that maybe aren't first round picks, but they're in the right situation where it's like okay, these are you know. These are guys you might want to keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think we'll be able to talk a little more fantasy about it too because I think it's going to be very interesting with guys like Taylor, Dobbins, Swift. See, I, I, I didn't say Swift second that time for a reason. Uh, you know, Lamb, Judy, like these guys. Because I, I think those receivers are going to go in the first round, but I think the running backs are going to be the guys I value as the yep. first pick yep. in, in dynasty uh, fantasy drafts. So it'll be fun to talk about. And there's, Skeeter. Always, and there's always a couple trades too that might shake of course. up. So hell yeah, like you know, I mean, maybe uh, maybe we see uh, a free agent or two sign. Guys don't get their player, and all of a sudden Lamar Miller or Carlos Hyde, who maybe <laughs> not because Miller hasn't getting a chance to work out for somebody after you know in his rehab yet. But you know, who knows? Maybe we see our Shady McCoy. Maybe he retires. Maybe he's on a team by then. Who knows? We'll see. You mean you mean Rams future Rams running back Lashawn McCoy? Maybe. I mean, maybe he, if he doesn't retire, somebody's going to give him at least a, a contract. So we'll see. But 
Uh, Skeeter, it's been fun. Uh, it's been fun to talk about a sport that is going on uh, as yeah. normal right now, right? Nope, I mean, this, this is as normal as the NFL season is. Well, so it was kind of fun to, like, just talk about normal stuff again. And uh, let's do it again next week. We'll talk, uh, we'll talk some draft recap. Uh, for Skeeter Robinson, I'm James Adams. This has been the Fantastics, My Fantasy Fix, DFS Golf, NFL Draft Preview, uh, Podcast Part Do, hopefully not Part Do Do. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>